Hello, and welcome to episode 32 of the Hot Toy Cast, the Dying for All of Our Sins version of the more almost divine podcast, where we discuss all things high-end action figures for the likes of Hot Toys, Sideshow, Star Race, and many more. Whoever else we can kind of fit in that's kind of doing high we, we try to scram it in there. With me today is one Michael W. Crawford Esquire, and Sir Jeffrey of Parker. My name is Eamon O'Donoghue, and if I was using my horror movie title to name today, it would be The Invasion of the Windy Werewolves. Did you like that? You I don't that? even want to know I, what I, that I, means. I, I, I don't know what that means. But well, it's, it's, it's like, it's, 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 yeah, it's, well, no, it's like, you, you, you look up your, what would your name be if, if you were a horror movie? Oh, yeah? And it's like your first name, oh. your middle name, and your thingy, and mine turned out to be Invasion of the Windy Werewolves. Ah. You see, which... I thought I'd get more of a laugh oh, okay. than that from you guys on that, but swiftly moving on. <laughs> okay, today we're going to jump straight into some reviews of some hot toys. We got some hot toys. We got some star races. We got we got all sorts of stuff. We got so on this week we're going to try and get reviews of Alien Warrior Mark Forty Five, Ray and Finn. We're just we're just going to scramble on in. So let let let's let's kick things off quickly. With uh, I figure we've we've had in our position now for maybe over a month or so. I think each of us, and it's the Alien Warrior. And Jeff, you've got this one, don't you? So do you want to take it away with our Alien I Warrior? I have indeed. Hot Toys Alien Warrior. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's um, it's a big figure as we would expect, and it's I can't think they've released it, obviously because there seems to be um, with the, the the Ripley they keep tantalising us with but never releasing. But yeah. um, I think it's on the schedule now. I think they've uh, you know I think we're all hoping that they're going to go back to the Marines as well. But as a precursor to that, obviously to stand alongside the big chat, they've done the um, uh, the Alien Warrior from. From, from aliens, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's it's a lovely figure. I mean, it looks like a lovely figure. Let me let me uh, let me start that way because um, it has issues. I think its biggest issue is its posability because they've um, a bit like the uh, the big chat they've gone for like uh, an all in one kind of silicon semi solid kind of uh, suit for want of a better word that kind of uh, goes up into the rib cage where it becomes like a solid um, kind of piece of sculpting. Uh, but it means it is very limited in the in the way that you can articulate it. It's uh, it's, its hips are very very tight. The knees uh, aren't quite so bad, but again, unless you can get the hips up high, then there's, the, the, you kind of, there's no real point in having the knees bent anyway. Um, uh, the arms are, are, are again like covered at the elbow, so um, again, you kind of like you really struggle with the articulation there. So you can find some good poses with it. Don't get me wrong, you know, but you are going to be limited. It's not going to be like a really dynamic, deep pose figure. But it, it's a good-looking figure. But that said, again, it's my least favorite of all the alien designs, pretty much out of all the movies, because oh, of the because really? uh, of the ridged head. Yeah, I don't like that ridged head. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a giga purist, and I really like the kind of the phallic, smooth kind of... Uh, I think there's something so much more threatening about it. This this kind of... It, it was that whole thing about Aliens, which I love as a movie, don't get me wrong, but it was kind of... It went from this really kind of, uh, you know, ever-present kind of creature that was just so sinister and so deadly. And, and it became... It, it, in Aliens, it kind of became a cockroach infestation that they could just blow to pieces. Oh, and um, and I think that... Boys are hating you kind of like get that. that in its head as... I know, I know, and I love it, don't get me wrong, I do really like the movie, but it just, it kind of removed the menace of the creature, um, and, and obviously I think that was partly so they could build up the, the Queen as, as being the, the big menace for that one, but um, but no, yeah, as I say, a great looking figure, some really lovely deep uh, kind of tooling on, on the, um, on the kind of the sculpting and the detailing, on, on the, particularly around the sort of chest area and then up into the head, um, and again, they've managed to pull off that really lovely articulation on the, uh, on the extendable kind of inner, inner mouth. So yeah, there's yeah. a little um, button up at the underside, so you kind of push that forward. And as you know, the kind of the, the, the rubber stroke silicon of the way they've created the cheeks all kind of stretches, so the, the mouth opens and that comes out. But um, yeah, as I say, for me, it's a great looking figure. Um, 
it's a shame the articulation isn't a little bit stronger. Um, but yeah, I think for when they eventually get around to doing the Marines again, which hopefully they will, you know, then you'll think, uh, yeah, I need a few of these. Because one of the little bonuses is, of course, those splats that it comes with. It comes with these um, kind of acid uh, kind of eruptions from when it's been blasted by the uh, by the pulse rifles. So um, they just kind of attach to uh, strategic little indents in the body. So there's there's no specific holes for them. They just kind of match up to parts of the the articulation. Uh, sorry, of the, um, of the of the sculpting. So yeah, it's a nice little feature. Cool, Mike. What did you guys think? Yeah, I, I'd agree with the. You know, I do think it's really accurate to the film. <clears throat> Uh, I like the fact that, you know, when I hold this one next to the, the old or Alien Warrior, um, which is far more posable. All right. Um, I have to say, I still like the fact that I can pose that other one so much more than this one. Uh, this is a pretty yeah. static figure. You're going to find one pose for him and kind of keep him there. I'm also not thrilled with the, the extendable mouth. I yes. never am on these things. They don't really extend particularly straight. You, you can kind of push it up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it tends to go downward against his lower teeth like every other release. And um, this one, I had a heck of a time keeping it pushed out. You know, you push that little, the little lever out, you kind of have to push it. I forget. You pull it down or you push it so up you, after you, you get to it, the end. You push it forward to put that thing. It hurts yeah, like it, hell. It's not just it. You just don't it just does, push yeah. it forward. You have to also, yeah. like, bring it down to get it to snap in. It's easiest if you pull on the mouth. If you push it out and pull the mouth Ooh. up a little, it snaps in better. But it's still not great. It's, you know, considering it's a $250 figure, um, the the uh, action feature did not strike me as a $250 action no. feature. Sure, lift, 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 like a little underwhelmed there, are you? Like an NECA toy, you know, it wasn't really. So, so I was a little underwhelmed. I mean, the paint job's good and the sculpt is good, but without the posability, he's just not as... He's just not as uh, fun, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I would ag- I would agree with that. Actually, I was a little bit disappointed when, because I, I, I guess there's too much to expect. I was kind of trying to get him crouched down that really kind of cool alien pose that just get those hind legs right up to his or up to his chest. I thought I might, if I I don't know why I didn't we look at uh, previous pictures of it. I just got it. It's like oh alien war. I just got it. And I didn't think it'd be. I thought it'd be a little bit more poseable than this, but it wasn't. Um, but obviously there was lots of complaints previ- on the previous aliens with the rubber skin and whatnot, wasn't it? And on Big Chap especially. So how how does how yeah. how's the articulation on Big Chap compared to this one? Uh, I think the Big Chap was slightly better. I don't have mine open at the moment, but from from my memory, I think the the kind of silicon they used on the covering of the legs allowed for just a little bit more. Again, it was really restrictive. Uh, I mean, the beauty of uh, of the old ones, as Mike was saying, that they had those kind of visible um, joints. Between the elbows, between the uh, between the knees, um, which although visible did mean that you had that much deeper, greater kind of ability to kind of pose them. But the, the problem with them was, I know you know thinking back was that um, so many people had issues with uh, breakages with uh, with that first release and uh, pegs crumbling and knees breaking and everything. Um, so there was definitely a, a lot of issues. I mean, I had the I had both the the, the blue blue black one and also the kind of the brown one. Um, and yeah, it's like I said, for the time they were great looking figures, but when you stand them side by side, he does look, you know, the old one does look a bit kind of skinny now. He's like he's a slightly wimpier brother, but far more poseable. Alright, so overall then, Alien, nice looking figure, but a little bit, falls a little bit flat on the yeah. articulations. But you can bend his tail, that's nice, you can wrap his tail around his leg. And yeah. Then- do stuff with his tail, and you know it's it's kind of when, yeah. you, when you stick those things in. What annoys me though is like, like Mike said earlier was was if you're going to have an action feature, you, you got to kind of make sure it actually kind of is works because yeah, I can understand Hot Toys's logic for not allowing the jaw to be extended for long periods of time, even though it actually mentions it in the instructions. Oh, don't leave the jaw open for extended periods of time. Yeah, but we can't, dudes. We we can't. You can't yeah. keep the, the jaw open. It's, it's like it's like a really yeah. stiff 
lever that you just you have to, you have to push with your thumb forward, and it will hurt your yeah. thumb. It will hurt your thumb. So I'm a little little mm. little disappointed there. But my my point is that when you What's the point in giving us those uh, explosive blood splats on him if he can't keep his mouth open? Because you know an alien is gonna if he's, if he's gonna get shot, he's gonna be like, Rah! you know. But that, yeah. that that's my own little uh, grievance on there. Yeah, the mouth will stay open, but it's like you said, you wouldn't really want to leave it that way. No. Uh, oh really? Do you keep your mouth open? Then? I, I yeah, keep, you can keep no, it open. You have to you have yeah. to dink with it though. Like I said, you have to kind of yeah. pull when you push the lever all the way forward. You have to kind of pull it downward, and then it snaps. Oh, in place. I did well, not And know it's that. really hard to do be, when, with yeah, the lever. Exactly. I found it easier to do yeah. by push it forward and then kind of push up on the extended mouth and then it would then yeah. the lever would snap. In fact, I, I found the, the easiest way is literally just to extend the, the mouth, I found, then just literally grab the inner mouth of your fingers, pull it forward and it just kind of clicks yeah. into place. Oh, right, okay. um, but yeah, you, you, you will absolutely wreck your fingers if you try and do the whole thing with, uh, with the little lever because it's uh, way too stiff. Break your wrist like guitar. Okay, right, swiftly moving on then, we'll move on to a Mark 45, the Iron Man uh, Age of Ultron. Mark 45, I believe this is the one, which is which is diecast. I actually have this, I have this figure right here in front of me as well, and uh, yeah. I love this figure. This was the Iron yeah. Man I was really looking forward to. Why? Because he was he was very stylistically different from all the previous Iron Man. He's got this organic Ferrari, what I call a Ferrari feel to him. And a lot, lo and behold, mm -hmm. if you actually look at the designer of it, he actually said, "Oh, he's inspired by Ferrari." So there you go. Yeah. And um, I really like this figure. I just think he's absolutely class. Really classy figure. Again, like like all the diecast Ironmans, there's just this, the, the weight of them just really gives it that sense of high endness, high end collectible. Um, I like I like his posability. I like his he you, you with this one though you get nice little jet propulsion jet thingies that you can stick in his legs mm -hmm. and stick in his hands, which I really like. And you can get the extendable spinny around um, laser beam thing that he does that he that he that he does from time to time. I really like it. it comes with a great, uh, lovely uh, Ultron base, and uh, I really like it. it's really nice, heavy, heavy-handed figure. What do you think of this one, Mike? I did not buy that one. Did you not get this one? No, I skipped it. Okay, well, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, I have it. I mean, I, I can't. I agree with you. I mean, I also have the um, the quarter scale version, so it was kind of like. Oh, really. Um, I was always wondering if they were going to do the, the, the you know, as one six car because uh, I don't know. There's so many power suits out there now, but I thought it's pretty essential, you know, because it had played such a big role to have this in one six. Um, and yeah, I, I agree. I think the thing that just really blew me away with this one is, like so many of the power suits, you know, they they they, team, they seem to be just upping the ante every time, just a little bit more on the articulation and the fine tuning and the details and just the little ways that the feet move, the way that the flaps kind of. I mean, the, the, the little flaps around his kind of waist and, and around his groin, yeah. um, and the way they all kind of tip up so that you can extend the, the, the way the legs move up. And there's even that little button on the back, on his, basically on his, on his ass, where you have to like push it in to, to release them so you can extend them further down. It's, it's just lots of little details that really make you think, God, yeah, this is, this is a little work of art. It really, is, um, it really is kind of like put together as a labor of love. And, and there's something about also the, the, um, the light-up feature in the eyes, yeah. which is obviously cool anyway. But when it's not turned on, the eyes just look freaking amazing on this one. I don't know what it is, the detailing on it, just the way they kind of sit. Um, it's just yeah. a really cool figure. The eyes are a little bit more aggressive on this face. Plate and as you well. said, the other thing is the articulation, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, disappointed with it. Again, gonna... the articulation. Sorry? I think someone, one of us is cutting out there a little bit. But yeah, no, the, the articulation was great. But I, I was disappointed not to get a face, plate, plate, uh, face thingy with him. You know, uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, you're, you're completely right. And again, 
even if they'd repeated a scaled-down version of, of the quarter-scale one, because the quarter-scale sculpt, you know, the portrait with that was phenomenal. It was absolutely amazing. Um, so I, I was kind of a bit sad that you, they didn't at least just even repeat it at one six scale. But um, yeah, this yeah, uh, it, that's the one thing it is lacking a, a stark likeness. Um. Well, we 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 have no, reviewed Iron, we have reviewed Iron Man's to death on, the, on this <coughs> podcast, so we got no shortage of Iron Man's. But this is an Iron Man I think that is worth having. So if you're on the fence about to get this Iron Man, it is worth having. However, I probably will change this one out for the Civil War version, which is essentially the same looking armor, but it's got a different paint job, and it's got a few little different d- details. But it it still has that kind of cool, nice organic shape to it again, and it's mm-hmm. it's just a little bit cool, but it's got a little extra light. So I'll probably when the Civil War one comes out, which is not a year away anyway. Or about, uh, I'll probably switch it off for this one. Switch it off for this one, yeah. All right, so we've got a bunch of Star Wars ahead of us now, so we're we're going to be covering Star Wars now for probably the next next good little while, and uh, we've all finally got our uh, our uh, AR our uh, what do we call it? Force Awakens figures in, and let's kick it off with herself, of course, that figure from Star Wars Force Awakens. We were all actually really excited for, and it is of course uh, Ray and BB-8 set. So do you want to take this one away, Mike? Sure. Um, well, Ray is, um, oh, let's see, how does best describe this? She is, she's one of those sculpts which is really, really, really close. Although yeah. I will suspect there'll be enough people who'll say, you know, oh, she's not quite perfect. Well, it's really, she's another one of those beautiful women, and a lot of beautiful women look like a lot of other beautiful women when you get down to it. Um, you can, it, they rarely have some super distinguishing characteristic that allows it to be easy to recognize them. But they did make the eyes a little big and round, I think. I think she has, uh, her eyes are a little more almond-shaped than what they did. They are. Uh, yeah, and and it's, again, it's more obvious in photos because photos are more closer to looking like one-to-one scale, whereas in hand, it's not nearly as noticeable. Uh, but still, she's not quite perfect, but she's awfully close. The the uh, paint job is, of course, the usual fantastic, amazing Hot Toys production paint job. Um, and the this is a figure where we're actually getting a nice hefty amount of accessories, yeah. something we haven't been getting enough of, in my opinion, from Hot Toys for a while now. You know, you get uh, uh, her, her critical uh, uh, staff that she can wear over her shoulder, and I thought it was really cool that even some of the wear is on the, the strap, like the edges of the mm. strap are a little frayed um, and dirty. Uh, you have, um, uh, what other weapons did she come from? I'm trying to remember. She little blaster, oh, blaster. she had that nifty little blaster, yeah. yeah. I kinda, I've heard people complain about the blasters in the new movie, but I kind of like them. They're slightly different, and they've got kind of a, mm-hmm. a retro look to them. That, yeah, uh, I love them. Like, cool. like this blaster could have been on Lost in Space or something, right? I mean, yeah. it's a sort of kind yeah. of... Kind of yeah. It has sort of Flash Gordon feel to it. Yeah, yeah feel to it. Um, she has the saber with the removable uh, blade. It doesn't light up, but, you know, it's nice to have the saber. I can't imagine her really wielding a lot in this outfit. Um, but she does have the extra pieces to this outfit to turn her into the scavenger. So she's got the the shoulder pad, the goggles, the uh, head covering, the extra um, sash that goes around her shoulder, um, as well as the, the backpack with all the little doodads attached to it. So you can dress her up in the scavenger. Now, I don't know if we're going to get, you know, that's the outfit she would wear on the uh, the vehicle that uh, Hot Toys showed off at, oh. at San Diego Comic-Con, right? I do so I don't like know that. if we'll get her again, yeah. uh, or if this will be the one and only time we get her in this outfit. So if she's going to go, if they do produce the, the vehicle, the, the demand will go through the roof. Uh, but I like the scavenger yeah. outfit. I think it, it worked well. Um, she looks great in it. And then you get on, too. 
What you like? It's not bad. The hood, you know, when you put the hood on and you bring it down under the chin, it's a pretty tight fit. Mm. Uh, um, I am kind of concerned it'll stretch out over time because I like her that way the best. I like the scavenger off. Yeah, yeah. Same here. Same here. Yeah. 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 But uh, she also comes with a ton of hands, both with the gloves on and with the gloves off. I did notice that if you're putting, she's got that little wrist wrap on the left hand. Yeah. Uh, and if you put the gloved hands on over that, it, you'll have some trouble getting it to fit. Um, you probably need to stretch out, you know, use the, you know, hot water with the, with the, uh, uh, spoon handle or whatever in the, in the wrist covering so they can stretch out the front of it a little bit to make that hand fit on there easier. Mm. Uh, but otherwise I, I thought she's a fantastic figure. I thought they did a nice job with the, the hair sculpt, the soft plastic, uh, little, mm -hmm. uh, little, uh, hang hangers there in the, on either side of the ears. I know they're called something, but I don't know hairstyle well enough. Mm. Um, and then, then there's BB-8, yay, who is fantastic. Yeah, I just thought he was great. The the magnetic uh, stabilizer. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that lets you kind of, if you roll him slowly. I mean, the head moves just like it should move along the outside edge because the little has those little rollers on the inside that allows it to smoothly move over the surface of the body. Yeah. Um, I thought that was great. It's really imaginative for a change. We're getting this is what where hot toys can continue to set themselves apart is if they can come up with creative really cool ways of doing things like this even the light up feature which you i've complained about recently with some figures you know not working as well and not being as useful even the light up feature here is easy to use um you know the red light's not nearly as bright as the blue but still uh, it works easily and it's it's not something that's you know hard to 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 work with and his little tools that pops out of the side of him. He's yeah, he's got that little tray and a little tool that pops out, and the tool's articulated there at the body, so you can turn, you know, turn uh, back and forth. Yeah, I'm, she's I'm, got the belt and the pack on the belt, and I mean, she's she's really well outfitted. The I thought the wear and the dirt look on the clothing was really oh, good yeah. too. Yeah, you know, that it's, it's just I. I suspect it's going to be hard for there to be a better female figure this year in the scale. I mean, it's just uh, they did a really nice job with her. Well, she's one of two females we'll be reviewing, so we'll be on to another female after this. It'll be an interesting cover, I think. But uh, Jeff, you've got this one as well. I haven't. No, no, I haven't got Ray yet. Oh, you haven't. Uh, oh, I do no, have Finn. No, uh, no. no that, I mean, I was going to say that the one, the one thing I will say, and obviously, I still haven't got it in hand. Uh, but the one thing that is kind of bothering me, even though I haven't got it yet, is seeing uh, her stood next to Finn and how, how short she is. Yeah, well, uh, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll get on to that actually definitely when we're, we're reviewing Finn. Yeah. Well, yeah, but is she too short or is yeah. Finn too tall? That's the question. Right. I, I mean, I think. Uh, yeah. I yeah, think that's, that's the question. I think it's. I think it's probably somewhere between the two. <laughs> but um. But yeah. I think you know. It's it's just one of those things where when there's when the pictures I've seen of them stood together, knowing they stand pretty much about the same, it was. Uh, she does look a bit shrimpy, or he looks a bit giant. Well, I actually, I actually think it's uh, like Mike, Mike said. It's a bit of both. I think she's a little too short, and I think he's definitely too tall. Whatever about everything, he's definitely too tall. Yeah. He's got very long legs and stuff like that. Yeah. He didn't have particularly long legs in, in the movie and stuff like that. But back on to Ray, I would totally agree with everything. I, I absolutely love this figure. This is what this is the figure I was really looking for. Because if you're going to have one figure from this movie, from Force Awakens, it's got to be Ray. And it's got to be BB-8. You know, it's lovely. He comes, also what I like about as well, he comes with a lovely little uh, piece of sand that just slits, for, slots very nicely onto the display base. And, and, and BBA just fits perfectly on this little mound of sand. It's absolutely lovely set. And uh, you get her in her lovely poses. And, and, and like we said, the scavenger suit is really nice. The wear and tear on the suit is very, very natural. I, I would have liked to have seen some of that kind of coloring on uh, Luke's, um, Luke's outfit a little bit more. Just a little bit more of that dirtiness on his, uh, his, his, his 
kimono, whatever little karate suit that he wears. But um, yeah, yeah I, I love her face. I completely agree with you as well, Mike, on, on the fact that her eyes are a little bit more almondy shape in, in, in the movie. But what I, what I like about this is is that you you know exactly who this is. You know it's Ray, and it's it is a beautiful face, and it, it's it's just it's she's just very iconic on, on on the shelf in with the rest of the gang, and. Um, the rest of the gang being, of course, our next figure on the review. Well, I love Ray, so if you're if you're get this, this is the figure. Ray's 100% great. Aside from the one or two things with the with whether and the likeness is very good. It's not quite perfect, but it's very good. I I really I totally agree with you, Mike. She's definitely one of the best best female figure we're getting this year. But uh, so just moving on to uh, to Finn, of course, which is the, which is the next one, and of course, tall Finn. And, and we got this guy, and this guy went through a, a quick uh, facial revision uh, just before release, which was we haven't we haven't seen that in a while. Uh, we, we we've seen it a few times where the final figures a little bit changed. Uh, the most dramatic one I remember, of course, was mm. Blade years ago. He had a mad face change yeah. in the final production. It's like whoa! They just released it with this new face, and like we were like whoa! And there was a little bit of kickback on this one, I think, on 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 this on this fin, where um, I think some people felt he was quite aggressive looking. And, and some of his features were a little bit too thinking. I really like, I think his face sculpt is very good. But he does look a little bit more aggressive than you would necessarily like to have him. Um, and the, the shape of his head is a little bit too round. He does have a slightly flatter head and things. But uh, he's a very nice figure. He, I, I really like his jacket. He comes with a lovely blaster. Uh, and, and of course, he comes with a lightsaber that does light up, which is which is quite nice. Obviously, with Ray, you don't get the light up lightsaber, which I was disappointed with. But I'm thinking maybe they probably couldn't do it because maybe the hand is the wrist is too thin to accommodate anything. Maybe I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, that that that, that, mm. that that's that, that's quite a thing there. But he comes with his bag. He comes with his bag of bombs, which is great. And of course, and again, that Poe Dameron jacket, which is great. And that that himself and Poe had that lovely, lovely, wonderful moment between them over the jacket, didn't they? Uh, but, yeah, I mean... Yeah, I've heard people complain about the jacket, and I thought they did a really nice job with it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a wicked jacket. I don't, yeah. What's yeah. the complaint on the jacket they're saying? What's the complaint? Yeah, yeah no, no, that it, uh, that it looked cheap, that it didn't uh, look like leather at all, blah, blah, blah. You know the usual whining. Oh, well... I thought, <laughs> I thought it looked really good. Man, yeah. I thought it really good. Now, good you, got the, you got the Finn and Riot Trooper set, didn't you, Jeff? I did indeed, yeah. So yeah. Tell, tell us so, about the Riot I mean, Trooper, because I was attempted. Well, well, the Finn figure, as you see, I think is, is pretty much identical. Um, I mean, he comes with the blaster rifle and the, and the satchel of the grenades, as you said. And I'm totally in agreement with you. I think it's a really lovely portrait. Yes, he does look a little bit more aggressive. I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of these are designed to be put into action poses. So particularly if you want to put him in a, in a kind of fighting stance with, uh, with the Riot Control Trooper, then, then the expression is kind of pretty much spot on. Yeah, okay. Um, but... But, like you said, you know, for the majority of the movie, he had kind of quite a quizzical look as if he didn't know what the hell was going on around him. Yeah. So, you know, it'd be nice if we do get some alternate head sculpts uh, of, of him as, as, as time goes on. Um, but, yeah, I really like the right control figure. The, the only issue is, as we've had with all the First Order Troopers so far, is obviously that underlying suit is a problem for when you want to pose them. Uh, I'm finding that, you know, when you want to get any kind of deep poses with the arms or the legs, it's, it's just not going to happen. So you need to find a, a kind of a reasonably uh, action-like pose that you're happy with. Um, the two exclusives that he comes with, obviously, is the, uh, is the riot shield, and he also has the, uh, the baton, which has got the kind of electric, electric kind of like uh, currents and kind of sparks and stuff that can be fitted around it. Does but, that um, light up? Yeah, it's just a really cool weapon. No. Oh. 
No, it doesn't. No, no. It's you kind of have to pull it apart and reconfigure it. I was hoping there might be some nice kind of uh, sliding mechanism to make it all kind of uh, flip round, but you kind of have to take it apart and, and reclip it together. But it does look very. I mean, for me, it was one of the best moments in the. But that just that little moment was so cool. When all of a sudden you realise that troopers had something they could fight back with lightsabers against. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't really fancy the chance against a Jedi, but at the same time, it's cool that they can at least do it. Um, and that that scene in, when I first saw the trailer in one of the teaser trailers, I was like, whoa. Troopers can fight Jedi, you know. This is going to be weird. So, um, yeah. So it's 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 a nice figure. It's a nice one to add your collection. You know, if you if you are building up a you know a hefty collection of troops, it's those few uh, those those couple of extra accessories really do kind of differentiate them. So, yeah, nice nice one for the shop if you're into the troopers. Cool, cool. Mike, what about the, what about the Finn? Uh, well, yeah, I got the two pack too. The Finn, I'm a little less thrilled with the head sculpt than you guys are. I don't think it's as as accurate to the actor. Um, I think the shape of the head's off, especially the jawline and the hair. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a heavier jaw than, than he has. It's, sort yeah, it's of the, a little the, heavier, the, isn't it? Yeah, the shape mm. of the head is, is, a little, is a little off to me, throwing the rest of it off. Uh, I do love the outfit. The light-up feature worked well. Um, you know, They're always a pain to swap, but um, it, it still worked well. Um, yeah, it's difficult swapping out the arm on this one particularly. Yeah, yeah with the jacket off. and everything, yeah. and the shirt, and trying to keep the shirt down over the arm, and yeah, it, that that was kind of difficult. I don't expect I'll be doing it a whole lot, uh, but it did work well when because you got the blue lightsaber again too, right? So the blue, yeah. is nice and bright. Um, lots of hands with both of them, as Jeff said, and again, here's kind of a cool blaster that came with Finn. A little retro look to it. Uh, the the bag looks a little, uh, you know, like going to the gym but still um got little bombs then, in there yeah and you got the bombs in there the the uh the riot trooper um i didn't mind having to reassemble you know sure it would be cool if it was it flipped out somehow but the fact that you could mm. reassemble it and have the two different looks and they provided the two different metal posts so that they could be you know either uptight against yeah. the baton or extended out towards the front that worked well. I thought the shield looked good. You know, he's a highly restricted figure like all the rest of the, the Force Awakens troopers are. Uh, but you kind of know that going in. Yeah, at this stage, you're yeah. kind of going in. Oh, well, there you go. But it, it's, it, you get some cool poses and stuff between Finn, Finn and the right trooper, though, I can imagine. You get some nice, cool action little set pieces yep. going on. I just, I was just on the fence about getting it because it was such a short and brief scene. I know it was a very good scene, but it wasn't mm. a majorly important scene. It was just a cool scene. So that's, I, was, I was just opted just to get Finn in his own. Plus as well, I got rid of my other troopers because I just couldn't fit them in, into my cabinets anymore. So in the cabinets I just have uh, Ray, Finn, uh, Kylo Ren. And our next figure is Captain Phasma, which is uh, also in my cabinet. And uh, having the yeah. four of those, I figure that's really kind of enough for me for Force Awakens. I think that's kind of all I need. Although that new Han Solo, old man Han, looks bloody brilliant. And that new mm. Luke as well. I have to say I do like that new Luke. It's just... There's not a lot to, you can do with that little loop, but oh, he does look nice, doesn't he, chaps? Yeah, I do love. We'll kind of have to see what happens at the beginning of the next movie too. Yeah, might be, you, yeah. you know that he might have that look for a while. Oh yeah, that's yeah, so I'm, I'm, it'll be yeah. So I, I don't know whether it's going to be a figure to get or not, but yeah, that's a very interesting point, Mike. He might have that look for a little bit at the start of the next movie, and so it yeah. might be worth getting him in that sense. Yeah, but it's you know it's hard to you know what I mean. Though? It's hard to justify kind of it's a hard character to. like you know what I mean. But anyway, well, let's not waste any more time because we know Jeff is on the clock here, so. Uh, Captain Phasma. So, uh, who's got Captain Phasma? I got Captain Phasma. Who's got Captain Phasma? I have. You've got I think Captain we all Phasma, have. Yeah, I have. I think we all have. The all right, well, you take this one. You start off this one then, Mike. 
Um, okay, well, you know, I think uh, my biggest problem, it's a, it's a pretty figure. Um, she's, let's go back to the restricted thing. She's probably even more restricted than the trooper we were just talking <laughs> yeah, about. She really uh, is. She's, yeah, she's going to stay in one way pretty much with her feet fairly close yeah, together, yeah. and she's not going to be too excited. Uh, you really need to have the cape on her to make her look cool, even though you don't have to have it on her. You know, it is, it is, it yeah. comes off of her in the box, and you have to put it on. They use those damn little cheap plastic snaps again, which pissed me off. Fortunately, this one, you can actually line it up pretty easily, but, you know, sometimes they yeah. use those in difficult spots to get them lined up properly, and it could be uh, dangerous to snap off that little plastic yeah, uh, snap. Oh. So I yeah. wish they would go back to the metal. It's not like we don't pay enough. Uh, and then um, the uh, accessories are good. The blaster is nice, you know. Ooh, she yeah. can pose with it a number of ways. It's, uh, she poses the arms and work a little better certainly than the legs do, even though they're still not super poseable. Uh, they, it, it, the blaster attaches to the leg just like you expect with the other troopers, uh, thanks to the magnet. But I'm not loving the paint job. Uh, for me, oh. and I get what they were trying to do. I get that they were trying to get that, because if you look at stills, it does look like there was some damage. Yeah. But here, it's so heavy that it that it just doesn't work for me. It doesn't look like age and abuse anymore. It looks like a bad paint job. And it's also because it's kind of not really traditional wear and tear. It's more of a, this sort of modeling to the to the surface that looks to me like a cheap paint job. So it, I'm not loving the paint. How do you mean, like on the helmet or whatever? No, the whole thing. It's got kind of that model. It's not a smooth. It's not either a glossy surface or a matte surface. It's sort of this modeled application. But where, it's back metal, though. Uh, there are parts that are, yeah. No, but like, I'm, I mean, I'm, I mean, her, her, her whole, her whole armor seems back metals to me. I mean, that, that to me looks like the kind of stuff that you had on your old He-Man figures back in the day, your old Flying Fist He-Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. But they've so, gone for this sort of model look to it. You know what I mean? It's it's spotty. There's there's a spotty. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's it's almost like it's built up a kind of patina. It's it's yes. Like, it, there it's, you it's go. heavier. It's kind of heavier on the helmet, and I think it's I think it's meant to look as if it's been handled more. So the helmet's kind of just yeah. It's almost like the acid in your fingers would make something just build up a bit of a patina. And I know what you mean. It it kind of looks a bit clumsy in some places. Um, but the funny thing is, when I got this one out of the box, the first thing I thought it really reminded me of. Um, Oh god, who who were the guys? I mean, obviously the quality is a lot better here, but made the um, the Battlestar Galactica, the retro ones, a few years back. Yes, and, uh, and they did the Cylon. Majestic yeah, that's it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I kind of got I got a gold and a silver Cylon back when that when they did those. Um, right. I was almost disappointed they didn't have the skirts, but um, it kind of reminded me of that. It just had that kind of feel to it. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's it's like you said. I think it's a great looking figure on the shelf. You know, find the pose you want, put her in yep. the pose, have her kind of because she has the thing I really like about it is there is a kind of femininity coming yes. through in the silhouette. Yes, I was about to yeah. And, yeah, and it's not obvious. You know, you don't look at it straight away. Oh, it's a, it's a male figure, but there's something away that the way the hips move and the way the legs kind of work. Well, that I they, think they, it's they really part captured. of the shape of the calf and ankle too. Yeah, they kind of yeah. taper, they taper out a little armor. bit. Yeah, the way they're tapered, the way they fit around the foot. Um, yeah. It's subtle. You're right. It's absolutely yeah. subtle. Yeah, it, it, but the one thing is, she does look a lot better with the cape on. I mean, obviously, she wears the cape all the time anyway. But I have noticed that when the cape is off, she she does have a tendency to look a bit giraffe-like, um, and and the, the 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 cape kind of obviously disguises that because they probably they probably designed it in such a way that it does look natural, obviously, with the cape on. And uh, and when it doesn't, when it's not on, it does look a bit a bit giraffe-like. But now, how did you guys find <laughs> your one straight out the box? Because when I got mine. One of the things that instantly struck me was her her her, her robin-like uh, breast, chest. 
her her her, oh, yeah. her 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 whole breastplate was really far out, and it looked like her chin was kind of really just kind of her whole head was kind of sunken back into the armor. So I had a fierce time, really trying to push that head forward, to lose that yeah. kind of bird chest kind of look to her. I know she's got a bosom underneath there, so blah, 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 but she wasn't yeah. that. It wasn't quite that far out, and it uh, really 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 bothered me. For like I had a figure for like a few days, and I really wasn't kind of getting into her. I knew she was. I, I was happy with overall how she looked, but I just wasn't getting into it because this bird, this big chest thing, really bothered me. But I managed to really push that head forward. And completely cancel it out. I was like, ah, and uh, it to me after once I got that chest or head a bit more far forth. So I'm sure I wouldn't be the only one who maybe had that. Mm. I just, I just pick up your figure again. You, you, you'll see turn to the side. Yeah. Her, her, her chest is very bulbous on the on the top. You know, is, is, is it not in yours? Maybe you adjusted the head then. No, no, mine's my. I mean, I'm not seeing it. I don't know if it's just the way they're constructed in the in the factory. And I, I hit lucky and you hit unlucky. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I'm not. I'm not getting that. It's um, oh, okay. it all well, sits. It all sits very well. Once I got that done, I, I was fine. But yeah, you, you can only get her into that pose. You can just get her. Yeah. I, I just have her standing there with her, just her rifle, kind of up up against her chest. And that's cool pose yeah. that we, you kind of see her in all the posters. Yep. That and, and yeah, that's kind yeah. of just all you can kind of get. And if you futz with the cape, you can get the, the cape at you to really drape over the armor quite smoothly and nicely. Actually, with a bit of yeah. futzing, yeah. you can get that cape to go really flush to the body. Because that's my only issue with sometimes clothing, and they they tend to burl out and they tend to stick out in, in areas that are just a bit unnatural because of the scale. Yeah. But I like the cape on this. It's, it's because it's got a bit of a weight to it, 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 it kind of drapes on nicely and gives it gives it the contours of the armor underneath, which I really, really, yeah. really like. And like you said, the feminine yeah. stance with the legs tapering out gives it that nice sense of femininity. And uh, yeah, I mean, she's, she's essentially just a big yeah. stormtrooper, isn't she? Yeah. yeah, and and I also like there was some nice sort of weathering on the cape as well. It really does look kind of dirtied up on yeah, the base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, uh, I love weathering on cape like that. Combat situations. I, mean, I, I, I remember. Re I remember reading before the movie came out. That was, I mean, obviously, you don't know how much of this is true, but apparently, when when they were designing her, there were, there were a few bits and pieces. Like for example, they were saying that her outfit was the reason she wears this silver outfit it was meant to have been made from uh, panels of, of Palpatine's ship or something. Yeah, there was that's all this right. kind of yeah, stuff yeah. that was like going around. But um, cool. I just hope. I hope in the next movie she she gets some. So, I don't know some screen time where she isn't just kind of uh, she was she, she felt very underused. I know there was a lot to go on in episode seven, yeah. Uh, so they were basically just introducing her. But um, as as a character, she did she did kind of come off pretty badly. You know, she was uh, she, she 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 didn't come across as the badass, the Boba Fett that we were all hoping for. No, no, but I'm, I'm sure. I mean, I, well, I still and to be fair, Boba Fett never really was all that much of a no, badass. But the Boba Fett did. Yeah, I, okay, okay. I know he, he, I know he rolled into a sandpit at the end. By okay, accident, well, but you know, even then, on. even before he just kind of stood around. <laughs> And it's not like he yeah. did that. It was it, it was he Boba Fett's armor that really that yeah. you know. Let's face it, we loved that armor. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spartan true. helmet design, man. People love that kind of stuff. Uh, Thirty years from now, I can see people going, "Oh man, she was so badass," and somebody else going, "Well, you know, it's just <laughs> yeah. really the armor." <laughs> well, I, I do no, believe I'm going to disagree with that. I do believe though, that she was um, uh, that she she was a last minute uh, addition to the the kind of thing, and because I do believe that she was the original line was just a reflective stormtrooper, and so someone just did a version of stormtroopers. Like, oh no, we wanted stormtroopers like that, but that'd be a cool character, and I think that's it was just kind of a natural kind of thing. That I think that someone by all means can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, but yeah, I like Phasma. She looks great in the cabinet, as I said, with with it, with with Ray, Finn, and Kylo. You know, I mean, she just looks. She, 
and she just stands around in the movie anyway most of the time. So, but yeah, mm. the, the the articulation is a limit, little limiting. But I'm and a little bit more positive. Yeah. I'm a little bit more positive than you, Mike. I mean, I I really like the paint job, and I really like the kind of all along like where the armor meets like the inner thigh and the inner inner crotch area. That there's like some nice kind of weathering on it, kind of paint splattered paints on it there. But I guess maybe you feel that I I still see what you mean. That look doesn't look as natural. As as you would maybe expect from a hot toy, but I don't know. I mean, I, I was super impressed with how, just how she looks anyway. But yeah, the articulation is uh, not, not not so great. But, in, fact, uh, in fact, while we're on a Star Wars tip, because I think are we are we rounding off the fears now. Are there any other Star Wars ones we need to cover? Uh, well, we got to go into a sideshow at at guy next. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the other thing I was going to mention, obviously, you know, the um, it seems like Hot Show have been hitting us really thick and fast with um, with the new troopers from Rogue One. Um, and there's some really cool looking troopers from that, but it was I was I was surprised the other day that, that they've announced another Vader straight away. Yeah, um, which is with a super it looks like it's a super super shiny helmet that looks about like the only big difference to me. Yeah, and uh, silver and, uh, on the chin, I think, or less. Or is it more silver? All uh, right. I, I, I but, um, yeah, I found that quite small. I was just—it was funny because you were talking earlier about uh, Mike about kind of action features and that being one of the most annoying ones of the last few years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that kind of just drives you to insanity, and I'm just thinking, you know, on this new release, will they get that right? Will yeah. they still have the sound chip, etc. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. I- I think the only thing about that new release worth getting actually is the lovely background. You get this lovely kind of a background of death yeah. in the background. Oh, well, they've changed the gloves, haven't they? They? Yeah, they changed them to complete gloves. The hands are now, you know, they come up. The whole gauntlet comes off as a as a, as a solid piece mm-hmm. in different in different poses. So they've got rid of that kind of Velcro backed kind of gauntlet that's stuck to the hands. So uh, yeah, another tweak there. And he, he doesn't have yeah. the light up chest either, though, does he? On, on this one either, because it's like a New Hope kind of Vader. But ah, right, for, yeah. for pre the, New Hope, yeah, it's a pre New Hope. So he's not going to have quite the. It, they wouldn't have the light up chest on him. So because it, it looked no. like on the advert that again, it's it's just his belt that lights up on this one again. Because right. all right, so, so we we'll get on to uh, quick. Uh, to another Star Wars and this is from Sideshow and uh, I don't have this do you have this one Jeff? I don't I don't know okay, I do have the old Marmot version but not this one <laughs> well this is all yours then Mike so this well is I side- have it but I haven't opened it yet oh well ah. you put it on the list I thought you had it no <laughs> I, put on, I, I don't get any Sideshow figures dude oh that's terrible so let's talk about it next time <laughs> Okay, so we'll, we'll, all right, we'll, we'll all right, save some for next time. So save right, some so. Star Wars for next time. Same, more Star Wars because you know yeah. there's going to be so little product coming out. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're scraping the sides here. All right, so we'll move on then to Lord of the Rings. What I did? I did even Grishna. Grishnak. Grishna. Who's that? Oh, he's the he's the uh, orc captain that. Uh, oh, uh, the potato head guy. Pippin. Yeah. Yeah, you Too remember him. Even by, a... even by orc standards, he was pretty ugly. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a, only oh, a Oh, the really guy. Oh, the guy who wanted a car. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he was yeah, really He's ugly. the weasley little orc that was trying to... He ah, wanted to yeah. take Merry and Pippin to uh, to Mortar, right? He was, uh, in the, 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 uh, he, they, he was in an argument with the other orcs. And then uh, they got attacked, and he tried to uh, ferret them away. Um, right. And took spear through the back. Ah, this guy. Yes, I'm looking at your website now. Uh, look at your devices, kids. You'll see pictures of it there. Is it? Yeah, he's he's he is. Uh, I'm I'm loving what what Asmus is doing with the Lord of the Rings line. They're Gandalf the Gray, which I think we talked about last time was terrific. Uh, the recent Mouth of Sauron was terrific. Um, what else did they release recently? Oh, the 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 Sar- uh, Saruman was fantastic. So this is a continuation of them doing a really nice job with this line. The armor looks terrific. The paintwork on the armor looks fantastic. This yeah. is yeah. A- excellent head sculpt with excellent production paint the um, hair is rooted hair 
Well, actually, what I think it is is it's a it's a hair piece glued on in back. I suspect. I don't think it's actually rooted, but that makes it thicker. And um, when it comes out of the box, he's got a, quite a bit of a helmet head. They they matted it down really really. Uh, really good. I suspect that's because they didn't want uh, you know people complaining about all loot hairs flying everywhere. Uh, but you can, you can, and you should then fluff it up yourself. I kind of washed it out uh, in the review. I said I felt like uh, you know I was working at the barber shop in Mordor. Yeah. As I was as washing his hair out. Uh, but uh, you, once you fluff it out, he can get some pretty wild looks going, some pretty wild battle looks, and he's got the fur on the shoulders of the armor as well as on the backs of the the, the legs and the tooth. Uh, the teeth. Uh, yep, he has the funky teeth. He's a really and a really realistic uh, work on that those teeth and lips and gums. I mean, he's, he's a really disgusting character. Man, you he can cut, get a spear to go through him. Yeah, and you get the extra spear that comes that you know, sort of like the Steve Martin arrow through the head. Uh, <laughs> you know, the uh, half circle that goes around his waist, and you can and and the front. I don't I don't know if you can see it in the photos, but in the front, there's a little blood splurge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming That's out his chest. I love that. <laughs> uh, where the spear is going through from the back. So yeah, you can get it lined up. It looks pretty good. Um, Dude, it's wicked. And it's 175 bucks. I mean, you know, comparatively speaking, this is a hell of a value for for what you're getting. Uh, compared to uh, some of the other stuff we're seeing at the 220 range these days, um, so yeah, and he's only, they only made 500 of them, so uh, he's also super limited. So he's he's a great release. He's, he's quite seems quite he possible great, too. He's, it, and he's, if you got to find something to do with, you know, if you bought Mary and Pippin from Asmus, which are a great pair of figures, and we're sitting around going, well, you know, they're not the most important hobbits in the world. Here's a great scene for you to put together with Grishnik. Yeah. Absolutely, I, I love the armor on his oh. legs. I like, I like the the fangs, uh, the or the the claws. That, yeah, there's I think like bear claws on his woolly woolly thing. I think they're supposed to be saber tooth. Ah, Although saber-tooth, I didn't okay. even know saber tooth tigers were in um, Lord of the Rings in, in mid in the Middle <laughs> Earth. Didn't think he looks very poseable. I mean, you have him sit in the chair yep. there. He looks really nice. As well. What chair is that you have there, by the way? That's a really nice chair. Uh, that's a chair I bought at a uh, Michael's uh, or a Joanne's. Uh, fabric store. It's like a wood. It's made out of out of wood. It's just like it's rough. Cool, look, it looks perfect for him, right? It looks <laughs> yeah, like a absolutely. Rough when did you get that? Chair. Oh, a while ago. A while ago. Yeah. It's, it's perfect. It's a really cool chair. It has all kinds of weird stuff like that. Yeah, cool. But <laughs> the um, only complaint is, and I think this might be because he was actually uh, solicited a while back. It's he's one that that we were expecting sooner in the run, you know, in the series. Uh, yep. And instead, we've gotten a couple of the other ones like Gandalf the Grey and and uh, Saruman sooner. Um, but this body harkens back to that body that we had with Bard the Bowman with the wrists that are not – you can't pull out the wrist pegs. Oh. Um, and I don't like that. You know, you get to a point where you could damage them. In fact, one of them pulled in half. You know how the ball can pull in half? where the, Oh, the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of mine pulled in half, cause, and then I had to be real careful with it from there on out. So they they didn't use that body on the, the Gandalf or the Malthasar. And so I'm assuming they've switched away from it, and maybe the, the only reason it was here is because this was in production for a while. Right. Probably it gotten specked out a few months yeah. ago. It's a nice-looking figure, man. It's a very, it is a very nice, nice figure. figure. The joints are tight. He can hold those poses really easily. Um, yeah, he's a good-looking figure. I wonder what they yeah. do in Azog. I wonder have they got the Hobbit license? Yes. Ah, see, an yeah, Azog would be cool. Fact, Gandalf, Gandalf the Grey was technically a Hobbit version. Oh, all right. Oh, 
Here you go. Well, he's very nice. I really like him. It's, 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 I mean, I, I remember his face looking a little bit more, slightly more gnarly than that, a little, little with deeper crevices. But you know who that character is. And I have to say, I, the spear through him, man, that looks great. <laughs> I do like that. That's, that's a cool it's, feature. It is a really cool feature. Cool. All right, then. So that's, uh, that's, the, that's, that's him taken care of. All right, so what are we going to go on to next? All right, so, right. Star Race. Guys, all I right. might drop out now, if that's okay with you. Well, we've covered all your figures, haven't we, Jeff? Yeah, so. I'm just going to go and see, because uh, uh, the youngest is getting ready for bed, so I'm going to go and see her off now. So, uh, bully, bully. Well, thanks for joining cool. us today, Jeff. Okay, guys, right you are. Have a, have a, have a uh, good rest of the session, and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Sir. See you, yep. see you, la see you later, Cheers. Dude. Bye. Bye-bye. Right, kids. Well, while Jeff is going off, we will uh, take a commercial break, and we will come right back to you. Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. The Mexican International package is shipped daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. Okay, right, well, as we bid, bid farewell to Jeff, we shall crack on with uh, our other guys, and we will crack on with a figure from Star Race this time, our, our folks over at Star Race, and you've got a figure that, man, I just sent the box to this to print like two, three weeks ago. So Yeah, you, yeah, you, he's out, he beat Celine, this is the Underworld Evolution yeah. Victor. I didn't think he was going to come up before Celine because I did the Celine box before Victor. And there you yeah, go. Go and there, us... what I've been told by Star Ace is Celine is like just maybe two weeks behind him in terms ah, of right, okay, cool, stores. Cool, cool. And I suspect, remember when Celine, the nice thing about Star Ace is they do actually take the, the you know, they show head scups early. Yeah. Uh, they take the input and they make changes. Now, I, I mentioned this in the review. Then there's those collectors that it's kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. You show stuff early, and then collectors whine that they're going to suck, right? And how bad your sculpting is, and blah blah blah. And then so even when you make the changes, you're kind of damned if you didn't, damned if you don't. A lot of companies get sick of that, and they end up just waiting and just showing you the last one, and don't they get tired of the input? So hopefully that won't happen, right? I'm hoping that Starius will continue to, you know, collectors will provide constructive criticism and and they'll be able to start, yeah. you know, continue to show stuff early so that. Because they do, they make a, they make some nice changes, and I think that's what's happened with Celine. I'm betting, I'm betting they went back to the the sculpt and tweaked it a bit, yeah, and that probably delayed it a little. They certainly didn't do that with Victor. Remember when they first showed him, everybody uh, uh, wet their pants over the head sculpt. So I suspect they were happy with what they had to begin with. So. Well, Victor was dead on. Victor was dead on, really. Well, it's if you want, my review this. is up today, so you can actually tootle on over and see uh, what he looks like. Um, I do okay. think he's an excellent head sculpt. I, you know, I, he's one of those head sculpts that uh, the detailing is fantastic. Um, Star Ace is getting that realistic uh, look down. This one um, also benefits from the fact that the sculpt continues down through the neck. You get that. that oh, yeah. 
wiry, you know, looking uh, ligaments in his neck is, and all the way down through his torso. His arms aren't covered, but his torso has the rubbery skin that is sculpted to look like uh, his old vampire self. Um, so that gives the whole overall look quite a bit of benefit in terms of, of how attractive and realistic the sculpting is. And he's an old guy, right? So you get a lot of texture, a lot of wrinklings, a lot of age and spots. Um, but they also did a nice job on the hair. You know, we've commented before sometimes with these smaller companies that hair and the amount of detail in the stranding can be an issue for them. Mm-hmm. They sometimes do kind of clunky hair on a great head sculpt. Uh, here you get, again, really fine, well-detailed hair uh, that, that that augments the realism of the rest of the head sculpt. So, yeah, he looks terrific. I do think if you pop the head off and hand it to somebody who knew, knows uh, Bill Nighy. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Uh, if you uh, handed it to someone who knows him, they'd say, oh, yeah, that's that's Bill Nighy. They'd know right away. It's not one of those where he has to be in the costume for you to pick him out. I do, you know, I could, I can find a thing here or a thing there around the nose or around the eyes that I could see a little slightly different. Uh, but I think it's a damn good sculpt. Again, this is one that, sorry, I was just going to say this is one that will cost you 220 at full retail, but I... I've seen it as cheap as under 200 um, at online shops, and that's a really good value. Right, okay. I mean, I, I, I actually think, in my opinion, I think this is actually Star Ace's finest figure to date. I really, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the Underworld movies. I do watch them, but I, I think if I was maybe a bit younger, I'd probably be into them a little bit more. They remind me of, like, they're like the top cow of movies. They're like, they're, they're kind mm-hmm. of falling that kind of witchblade, guilty pleasure, you know, uh, chick warrior type category, but... I, I, I'm sure I'll watch the next movie as well, kind of thing. But I, what I really, really like about this figure is that body, that unique, that, that the fact that they braved a full mm-hmm. sculpted, unique upper body for this character, with the yeah. with his with his his sagging his sagging chest, his that his belly, all the creases on his belly button, and his all the all his neck uh, wrinkles and things like that. It's just it's so good. He's got that great vampire feel, and the jacket looks lovely. With all mm-hmm. the tattoos. Yeah, they did a nice job. It's got a thin wire. It's not one of those. It's not a thicker wire that you can get like wild dynamic poses out of the cape mm-hmm. or, or the jacket. But what you can do is you can get the coat to lay better that way, right? That yeah. you can you can get the edges to because as you said, sometimes these thicker materials and six scale don't quite seem to lay right, uh, and it helps if you have a little extra force in there to be able to push them where you want them. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I, I'm actually looking forward to receiving this one. Actually, I might actually open up this one. I was going to open up this, and um, even though I'm not necessarily going to keep, uh, like you know kind of keep them or anything in my collection, but I'm, I'm probably going to open up this and the Dumbledore because I thought Dumbledore was another wonderful one as well. But as mm-hmm. I'm kind of more into on on the world than I am Harry Potter, this one kind of strikes me a bit better. I I I love it. I think like exactly, exactly you could pop this head in front of anyone. And say, oh, I got a I got Bill Nye's head in my hand. Absolutely yeah, lovely. He's, uh, he's he's great. I, and again, the price is right. I would say that I wish they had done something a little more with the hands. The hands are pretty generic. Um, uh, they could have they could have given us some hands that matched the character a little better a than they did. Bit more expressive. Yeah, well, and a little more. You know, there's no real texturing to them. They've got some mold lines on them. They're they're a little they're kind of standard looking hands that you oh. would. That you would get off a standard body. Uh, they no. weren't really specific to the character, but otherwise, now uh, the uh, the amulet is on a real chain. There's also a metal chain that hangs down off his belt in front. Those are both nice. actual things. Uh, the belt itself is plastic, uh, but the the chain in front's metal. Very nice. That's lovely. He's got. Um, he has one weird thing. I haven't quite figured out why he's wearing uh, white leggings under those under those pants. Oh, maybe he's Mormon. Like, 
I don't know. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It was like, <laughs> I'm not sure what the hell's going on here. And I'm not loving the boot sculpt. It's a really, really basic boot sculpt. Uh, it's pretty much hidden all the time by the pants. Yeah. Uh, but it completely restricts the ankles. It's a it's a heavy, thick boot. Oh, and, yeah. That, I, that, that is my – I hate boots like that. I yeah. really so that is the one boots. thing that pulled yeah. down his score slightly uh, was the boots I wasn't super excited about. But otherwise, yeah, it's great. Because boots, boots like that as well. Also, not only do they affect the possibility, but they also affect his standing ability as well. And yeah, you, you yeah. can't you can't really get really interesting stances on him. You gotta have him flush to the ground, or else he looks like he's about to keel over. So yeah, I, I do, and I do understand that getting that kind of plastic that is a little bit more softer, maybe more expensive and things. But I do wish, I do wish they could have gone that little extra little bit there on 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 the boots on that one. But I really like that. Um, that base you've got there in that photograph, that that doesn't come with it, does it? No, the base is not. That's a sideshow base. Oh, that's a cool base. Yeah, they what? did those. That's one of those dioramas. They did a few of them back you know, four or five years ago, mm-hmm. and that's one of the ones they produced for like seventy-five bucks or whatever, hundred bucks. Seventy-five quid for that? Yeah, it's like a real heavy. It's a resin base. Stairs. Cool, I forget man. what that one's called. It's Temple of something or I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to get little dioramas for my boss fight figures, my little boss fight figures, because I really yeah. like those, like the little dioramas. Those. But yeah, so that's uh, Star Race uh, Victor. Very, 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 very nice figure. Very nice figure. Okay, so we'll quickly move on to our last our, of our one twelfth or one <laughs> our one six figures reviews today. We're going to move on to Jesse Pinkman from three zero. I'm going to go for. Mm. Yeah. Is it three or three zero? Three zero. Three zero. Yep. Three zero. Okay. All right. So tell us about Jesse Pickman then. Oh, you don't have Jesse either. Are you just not? I'm only hot. It's only like I'm. I'm. I'm You're a hot toys man. I get it. I'm a hot toys, but I say that. I will give my quick review on QMX's Spock and Kirk, which I just got from Fanboy Collectibles this week. Oh, good. Love them, love them, love them, love them, love them. Yeah. Um, I, I really like the head sculpts. Uh, my only tiny little thing was I do wish the bottoms of the shirts had an elastic band so they f- were a bit more flush to their hips and waist a bit. Because that's the only thing that slightly bothers me. Just a little elastic, make that make those things a little tighter at the bottom, and that's it. But I love them. I'm really impressed with the body. I was really impressed with the weight and the quality and everything like that. Um, I'm not quite sure it's... To, to Star Race or Hot Toys level. I notice why I included Star Race there and that one there and a little bit. But it's not quite as good as Star Race, but it's a very, very accurate Captain Kirk head sculpt. Uh, and I really like the Spock figure as well. And the, the accessories and the hands, all, endless, endless hands. Lovely, well done QMX and those two. But, yeah, but the we, accessories really, the, the opening communicator with the actual yeah, metal absolutely. mesh yeah. cover yeah. and the opening um, uh, tricorder with the, the very nice paint job. I mean, I thought the accessories were really outstanding. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really 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 best man. I only got the regular edition. I know you with the the special editions. He came with a spot came with a harp and and Kirk came with the um the rifle that was only in that one that one episode. Mm-hmm. But still, I think that would have been nice to have as well. But very 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 happy. And again, really excited to, to have another company like 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 QMX because obviously we we were a bit like way with Captain Reynolds. We're like our ice with Captain Reynolds because it was decent but not quite as maybe up there as we would like. But I think. I think with Spock and Kirk, we've they've 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 punched really hard with these two figures. I think they're very desirable and they're as iconic as hell. I've got them in my cabinet with Batman and Robin, and they look sick. So there you go. Right, and so they've we'll got some good licenses coming with Supernatural and uh, uh, Princess Bride. Yeah, 
yeah. exciting stuff. Oh, Princess, that's right, the Princess Bride ones, which, which, which we discussed on the uh, on our San Diego review episode. So, right, right then, we're going to go into Jesse, Jesse Pinkman. Jesse Pinkman from okay, 3 Okay, so Jesse is from 3-0. You know, they already did their uh, first Walter White uh, uh, a while ago. 3-0 tends to be a little, um, shall we say, uh, I don't want to say slow, but uh, they're not exactly the speediest with their releases. No. Uh, but but this one uh, is um, a nice addition if you've picked up the Walter White. Uh, I like the costume. He comes with a hoodie and he comes with the uh, the black T-shirt with the lightning bolts on it. Mm-hmm. Um, he has the proper tattoo over on his, his right hand. He has a couple of different hands that swap out and the tattoo runs down the hand and onto the wrist as you'd expect it to. Cool. Um, the shoe sculpt's great, right? We were just talking about bad boots. These ones are these ones look good. Um, he the head sculpt I think is a lot better than some people are giving it credit for. It is slightly weird though because it is sitting. You know these are these are lower price figures. So Pinkman mm-hmm. is one seventy or so somewhere. One, you have one thirty five to one fifty depending oh, on your retailer. Yes. Yeah, so you're getting really you're getting a much better value here. Uh, but what that means is the body itself is is pretty much what the, a traditional you know. Uh, um, off-the-shelf body. You're not getting a lot of customization in this body. So the neck that the Pinkman head sits on is a little skinny for the head. Yeah. It makes the head look a little too big. And it's not textured and colored properly. Right? So you got this super smooth, nondescript neck with a very nicely textured and painted head, and they kind of clash. Yeah, because um, he's got a stubbly jawline. Which right, he's got cool. the stubbly jawline. He's got a textured skin and nicely textured hair, which could be, a, again, we've talked about the, the, the hair on the Star Ace. We've mentioned before with 3-0 with some of the Game of Thrones figures that the hair really needs a little more texture. It needed it here, too. Uh, but still, it's a much better head sculpt than I think people are giving it credit for because it looks a little weird on that funky neck. Now you can improve that by by messing with the hoodie, you know, pulling the hoodie up around the neck a little more, uh, making it look less skinny that way, and hiding it a bit. Well, more. you've got a picture of him here with the hood up, and he looks absolutely dope. He looks great then, with that hood. Yeah, you put the hood up, and he looks great. So yeah, yeah, I think that's a lot of it. The jacket I think is really nice. The leather jacket has got some great embroidery on the back. It's, the stitching mm. and everything is excellent. Uh, he doesn't come with a ton of accessories. He's got a gun. Uh, he's got some money, which we've seen before, right? Uh, but. But as a as a addition to your Walter White, I think he's great. Um, yeah. He would look great in uh, if you buy one of the uh, Chem Lab outfits from you know the million people on eBay that are selling them and have been selling them forever. Oh, that's uh, right. So yeah, you put him in one of those outfits where the Chem Lab would kind of cover up that neck. I think he'd look great. Yeah. You've got some really lovely poses on him here too, man. He's, and I think actually- that. I think that the star. I think that Three uh, Zero has shown a Chem Lab version of. Walter and Jesse together, and at one of the latest shows, I swear to God, I saw a photo floating around maybe that had him at two pack, a Chem Lab two pack or something, maybe something like that, special edition or something like that. There you go. Now, the packaging is a bit odd. I wonder why they don't have actually the actor's face on the box. Maybe they weren't allowed to use the actual actor's face on the box because it's obscured by weirdness. Obviously, it's uh, oh, it's cracked meth, isn't it? That's that's the yeah, graphic, yeah, that's the, the graphic style I've gone for. That kind of yeah. cracked, cracked meth thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for the price point, I think this is a decent figure, you know. And on the shelf for a collector and stuff like that, I think, you know, if you want your Breaking Bad representation, this is a fine, a decent representation to have. Yeah, I it's think... better than what we saw at San Diego. The head sculpt turned out better than I thought it was going to. What we saw at San Diego a couple of years ago looked pretty bad. Uh, I thought they actually did a better job here. And again, this is a license. You're getting something for you know a relatively decent price for a license that's probably not going to sell a ton of figures. 
Yeah. You know, no, it's, it's not, not. No, it's not. No, I mean you can so already see a lot of people as, a, as or, a fan of the show, you're doing pretty well with these. Yeah, I think that's great. Again, that picture of him in the hoodie, man, he looks really good. Where he's just looking to the side there, one of your pictures. Look at your devices, people. I put them on there. It takes me ages to put the pictures on. So you yeah, that them. that profile shot. Again, that hides the neck, and you can mm. just focus on the sculpt. I mean, you could probably just if a few customers could probably maybe put a bit of paint on the neck or something like that to kind of get a bit of a continuation of his stubbly neckness. His stubbly yeah. neckness. That's a technical term. Okay, that's it now, boys and girls, for our one sixth uh, uh, reviews. We're gonna quickly go on to uh, uh, one twelfth now from our good buddies at Mezco. I say good buddies. Of course, I do mean my clients because you are now talking to one of Mezco's designers. I am now designing figures for Mezco. I'll have you know. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was delighted to be asked by Mezco to design figures. And I've already put uh, two figures to bed. I'm working on a figure in a vehicle at the moment, followed by another major non-figure item. I can't I won't tell you what it is, because if I say what it is, it would give it away. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a big one. And they've asked me to do it. I'm like, really? Okay, <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> I'll give it a go. They seem to be very happy with what I'm doing so far. Good. So I'm, I'm 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 delighted to be working and I have to tell you it's it's lovely to be working on on a product that you're absolutely enjoying as well. So hopefully after about a year these figures will be shown hopefully by next year San Diego Comic Con. I mean obviously from design to to actual final figure is is a long time. Sometimes it can be up to one, maybe two years. So hopefully the figures that I've actually designed and and other things that for Mezco that I have designed uh, will hopefully be in San Diego Comic Con next year. And then I'll actually be able to talk like an interviewee on my own podcast. Whoa, surreal. Okay, so you've got one twelfth Captain Kirk from Mezco. Give us one that because I tell you what, man, these were these were hard to resist the Mezco Star Trek. So they look wonderful. Yeah, so this is the third character in their release, right? They started with Spock last year, and they've done, uh, what, three, four versions of Spock now? we got the Cage. Mm -hmm. uh, we got the regular. we got the Toy Fair exclusive they did. Um, and th this one, uh, the, then they did Sulu, which was a couple of months ago. Um, he came out second, which is kind of an unusual character to come out second. But, you know, oh, my. He did come out. Yeah. And then um, we have Kirk, who is obviously most people would have expected first. Um, the head sculpt, if you like the QMX head sculpt, I've heard people complain about this head sculpt. I had one person tell me it looked like a overpriced uh, Mego. There's nothing, yeah. There's nothing here about this figure that looks like a Mego whatsoever. What are they talking about? Ah, uh, you're starting to go Dalek. Okay, carry on. And and uh, this is a figure that uh, if you compare in close-ups, this head sculpt with the QMX head sculpt, which is an excellent Kirk, uh, they are very close. This one, you could argue, is a little better because it isn't quite as tall. One of the things I do uh, think about the QMX one is, while I love it, uh, I do think it's a little tall from uh, the bottom of the neck to the top of the head, a little stretched out. This one's a little uh, less stretched. Uh, and I do think, it, again, Kirk is not a guy who, he's not like Spock, right? Or McCoy even, where they had very uh, specific facial characteristics that allow you to, to, from a visual perspective, to key in on them very quickly. Kirk was a good-looking guy, and he has very uh, symmetrical uh, facial uh, structure. So getting him perfect from every angle is very tricky. You know, certain angles you look at and you go, oh, my God, it's dead on. And then you get a certain other angle and you think, well, that doesn't quite look like him. But um, I think this is an excellent head sculpt. They actually give you two. They give the one that's sort of the stoic, uh, serious Kirk. 
And then they give you one that's got a slight smirk that we often saw at the end of the episode when McCoy would say something uh, snarky to, to Spock. Uh, this, uh, the release overall is really nice. I will say that I think the tunic is a little too yellow. Uh, it seems to me that over the years, uh, everybody, including that recent QMX release, everybody is kind of all over the board when it comes to the yellow tunics or ochre tunics, okra hmm. tunics, or avocado tunics, or whatever the hell color it's supposed to be. <laughs> Hold on a second. Uh, I'll ask my resident color expert. Baby, what color is Captain Kirk's shirt there? Yeah. Well, here is definitely yellow. Right? Yeah. I mean, this was, this is a yellow. And what? on the show, though, it wasn't quite that yellow. It wasn't canary yellow. What color do you think that one is, Ali? Yellow. You think it's yellow? Full yellow or what? Canary yellow? A greenish yellow. Yeah, I always thought it was kind of a greenish yellow. It's, the QMX one is, more, is I think, closer in color. Yeah, it feels closer, doesn't it? Yeah. Right, to the show. But the uh, sculpted boots are fantastic. You get great articulation. This is that great 112th body again where you've got a lot of rocker movement in the ankles so you can get the feet flat on the ground. Uh, the hands are sculpted to work with the accessories. They swap easily. Uh, the two heads swap easily. It's just uh, the, the Star Trek license really works with this 112th series because the clothing is, is not layers, right? It's just yeah. pants and a shirt. Um, so I think it really works well. Uh, they get the, the phasers, the communicators, the tricorders. This stuff is really, um, really well done. And then he comes with the rifle you mentioned uh, that they, only the QMX special had. This uh, Kirk also has that rifle. Yeah, he looks good with that. He looks great with that. I, I, lo- I love him. I mean, I was, I was really on the fence with whether, where to get the, the, the Mezco or, or, or the QMX. But as I have 112th, I opted to get... Shame on me! I opted to get the the, the, the QMX ones because it's that, or one six rather because it's just that's how I represent my my favorite things now. It's just in one six, but oh, resisting these was, was tough going because it, it's just it is as as I my my buzzword for Mesco is the sweet spot. They just mm-hmm. have that absolute sweet spot, and I totally get what you're saying about that head sculpt. There's a few angles here. I was like, God, that is dead on. I mean, there's one here now. You've got him st- stood on top of a thing, and he's firing his phaser to the left there. And I just think his face and that looks absolutely great. Um, mm-hmm. on, on another shot, then it's like eh, it looks a little different there, where he's kind of stepping forward. But yeah, I mean, like with all things, it's it's how it's, it's how it's going to feel in your hand. And what 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 I like about the Mezco's things as well is that they have that great feel to them. Um, they have that very. It's kind of a frustrating thing because I actually think it's kind of a, it's it's an annoyance because they have that uh, high quality feel, but they also have an extreme playable quality. Because I have mm-hmm. the, um, my my lovely girlfriend, she got me the uh, the, the Dread Lawmaster for for my birthday recently, mm-hmm. and uh, that's Mesco's uh, Lawmaster. Law that's their first vehicle, and I love this thing. It is so playable. It is so awesome. Yep. It's got lights up. It's got got unbelievable. It's got endless amounts of sound effects, and all all the diff- different buttons do a different sound effect. It's it's just a lovely. Thing. But what it, what my, my point is is that it's you really want to play with this. And and I mean, get down like a ten year old and play with it because it just has, yeah. it, they just have this absolute what what kind of really what action figures are kind of all about are they're meant to be played with and these genuinely feel like high end action figures that you play with not that any of us in a million years actually go boom boom play play on the ground and stuff but it's just kind of you, you do kind of wish oh I could just get a little thing you know just transport myself into my nineteen year old self and play with these for a little while because this would be awesome yeah but I think I think these 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 Star Treks they fall in the same category as well I think either are either QMX or Mezco Star Trek held by both one of my friends Vince he bought both because he loved them both but I limited budget so I wasn't a kind of thingy but Thankfully, QM, uh, fanboy collectible sitting in my Kirk and Spock. But really excited to see where Mezco are going. I mean, yeah, well, actually, I know where Mezco are going. There's, oh, dudes, 
there's some sweet stuff coming along from Mezco and long may day rain man long may day rain now what we're going to do on the hot toy cast is to end our episode is we're going to start dipping into a new feature because Mike told me to and uh, I think it's a good I idea did. too and I actually uh, agree with him because I have it as well was and I drunk when I said this? no no. Oh, okay, because I don't remember. <laughs> that uh, we're going to do uh, maybe uh, some uh, more. This is a high-end show, so I like the idea that we do kind of things that are higher end. You know, like like you know things like the Four Horsemen figures, I think, qualify to be in the higher end stuff. So I, still, I would still like to get our, Miz, our um, Mythic Legion review in at some stage. But what we're going to talk about today is Hasbro's props. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. Hasbro's pops, and we name. Well, I only have one. You have. You've got two. Two of them so far. And there mm-hmm. is a third one coming out, which my my my, my friend James were gagging about. Was the um, the Star Wars stormtrooper uh, voice changer stormtrooper? Yep, I just helmet. saw that in the store yesterday. You, it's also oh, it is actually in the U.S. stores now. Yeah, it just came out as part of the whole Force Friday. Oh, you see, I I do want to get one because, in actual fact, those helmets will work. Properly with a full-on Shepperton Studios outfit. I know it's a Shepperton. My friend James, he got me into the whole. We we're trying to join the 501 Legion or whatever, and you've got your armor has got to reach a certain standard. <laughs> and, and oddly enough, uh, the reference points was the hot toy because that hot toy mm. was like bang on the money. But yeah. um, anyway, uh, the, do you we, also have to be able to not hit a target? Yeah, no, you've you, you, you got to be absolutely aimless, totally aimless. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what we're going to do today is we're just going to quickly review uh, some of the Hasbro stuff, and I have the shield, the Captain America life-size role-playing shield from Hasbro. And you have this as well, Mike. And uh, Yes. Wow. And I also have the helmet, the Iron you, Man helmet. You've also got the Iron Man helmet. Well, tell us, let, 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 let me know. Uh, I'll, I'll talk about the shield. You can talk about the helmet, and you can, mm-hmm. you can go back and forth. I have the shield right here. I've had alongside. I have my little um, battle arsenal here alongside me when I work. So if I have any invaders, I've got my He-Man sword on one side, and I've got my Captain America shield on the other side. Both plastic, but you know. Um, what I love about this Captain America shield is that it looks high-end. It, it looks high-end. On the wall, this thing looks really legit. And, and in the states, it's only a hundred bucks. Yeah, well, I got mine for a hundred quid over mm. here. So there you go. I was very happy with it. It's got the leather straps. It's just really well made. It's just a really, really, really well made. And mine's got no scuffs because I had a plastic wrapping on it, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's no scuffs at all of mine. But uh, as as you know, I was one of those people that did want to get a a one of the um the effects uh, studios. Com- uh, mm-hmm. That that company, uh, EFX, EFX Studios, uh, Captain America Shield, but that's like six hundred quid or three hundred quid or so. It's very expensive, but I just thought if you want something that just looks good on your wall as Captain America Shield, this is the jam, dude. This is a hundred pounds for a really nice, sturdy. You know, it's a really solid, nice bit of well-made bit of plastic from Hasbro actually you know, yep, the, the handles are really well attached to the back the yeah, lower handles you, know, you, you could go clobbering with this I mean I was tempted to go out to the, to the park there and actually see if it could work like a frisbee but I'd look ridiculous doing that and I might break it so I won't do that but um, it is good for cosplayers though because of the, the fact that it is plastic and looks so good right you can you can carry it all day and not you'd be exhausted yeah absolutely but I, I, I love this so if you want your Captain America and the, the inside as well it's got the steel metal on the inside it's just got the, the whole look it's, it's, it's legit as hell looking if it wasn't if, if you didn't know it was plastic you'd think it was like the proper thing mm-hmm. uh, it's it, absolutely brilliant but um, you have the uh, helmet Mike so tell us about the helmet the Iron Man helmet yeah it's also worth mentioning that there's a second version of the shield coming out oh um, yeah they well, have this, a metal this, version 
that's $300 in the U.S. So Hasbro is doing a higher-end metal version. Uh, I can't imagine that it'll be worth $200 more, um, even if it is metal. I mean, you know, it'll, it'll well, if you pick it up, making, it'll feel better, but I can't imagine it's going to look better than Hasbro than this making does. a metal shield. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's for, but at three hundred bucks, it's cheaper than the ones you'd get from EFX or or one of those companies. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. Yeah, wow. Christ. So they and that should be out here shortly, as I recall. Yeah, cool. um, so then there's the Iron Man helmet that just started popping up this last week. Yeah. Um, it has. As, uh, it is designed to be worn, obviously. Uh, inside, uh, the faceplate comes off. The chin extends. There's little plastic arms on it that extend the chin plate forward. And the, the flap at the back of the head, at the neck, flips up about 30 degrees. So it can it makes it easier for it to slip it on and off, right? Cool. You can easily uh, put it on. I have a fairly big head, and I was able to get it on pretty easily. You looked up, Mike. Uh, Hey, yeah, I used a photo of me in it, as <laughs> happens to you when you get, you know, hit double nickels there, buddy. Oh, that's pretty cool. So um, the um, uh, the paint job is fantastic. Now, they did go with that slightly less, that, that more matte, flat, uh, sort of bronze look to the faceplate. That's like Mark III, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's like the Mark III. Now, the Mark III in the film was a little shinier than that, but just pretty much every collectible of the Mark III, including the Sideshow 1 to 1 that they did, uh, bust mm-hmm. um, has that sort of flatter, more matte bronze look to it, and that's what they went with here. I think that helps a lot. You don't have to worry about any scuffs or scrapes on the front of it. Uh, but the red looked terrific too. High gloss, no scrapes, no scuffs. Uh, well done. Uh, inside, they kind of sculpted uh, some circuitry. It's not super fancy. Don't go crazy. It doesn't look like you just put on a real helmet, you know, on the inside. But it isn't just bare either. They they went through the trouble of doing a little sculpting to give some texture and some definition to the interior of the helmet as well. Uh, there's a strap on the inside that for your head that's adjustable to to get it to set just right on your head so that when you put the mask on, you'll be able to look right through the eye holes. Cool. The eye holes are the clear plastic, but they have the the grid uh, design. Uh, they light up. You put in three AAA batteries, which are not included, but you put them in in the chin. They're easy to get to. They're easy to put in and take out. Uh, you put them in the chin, and there's a small button to their side. Once the batteries are in, it's just sort of activated. So once the batteries are in, if you take the mask off or put it on, you get the mechanical sounds. Cool. Cool. Um, if you take the mask off, you just get the mechanical sounds. If you put when you put the mask on, the light eyes also light up bright blue. Nice. Uh, pressing the button on the inside changes the brightness, so you can go from very bright, which is the, where it starts out, to a slightly dimmer blue, to a slightly dimmer blue, to completely off. All right. Uh, for the eyes, so can you see out when the lights are on. Yes. Oh, cool. Yep, you can see out when the lights are on. Uh, it's only problem. So, so it looks great. Fits easily. The extendable jaw actually allows you, even if, if you can't fit it, like let's say you've got some kind of uh, super square masculine jaw, you know, uh, He-Man jaw. Yeah. Uh, you can extend the jaw out and the mask will still fit. Now, you're going to have a gap up at the top, uh, but it isn't super noticeable. Uh, so it should be able to fit just about anybody, is what I'm saying. Now, for me, even with my big head, I was able to get it to fit and stay on with it completely uh, properly in place, with everything smooshed together properly. The only problem is, is there's no air holes. Ah. So the only oxygen you're going to get is from around your neck. You're not going to get any from in front. So within about five minutes, you're going to be sounding more like Darth Vader than Tony Stark. Uh, but it does it does look great. It's so from a cosplayer perspective. Now you could take the what's I what I didn't 
realize it first, and what is really cool, the mask is held with magnets, four sets of two magnets, uh, and these are real strong. So the mask is not going to fall off at all. You could get body slammed, and the mask is not going to pop off. Cool. You have to pull on it really hard. So you pull the mask off. The magnets are set so that two of those four sets align with the lower two in the four sets so that you can wear the mask on top of the helmet. Nice. Yeah, I see uh, a picture. Nice and tight. Great. Right? Yeah. So you slide it up there. It fits nice and tight. Uh, it's only got you know two of the four sets of magnets holding it now, so it's not quite as uh, sturdy as it is when it's in place on your face. But you're, it's not going to fall off with you more normally moving around the room or anything. And then you can breathe. Cool. I really like it. I'm, 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 so I'm, it's real. It's a hundred bucks. It's really. It, it really is nice. They did a nice job on it. You know, Mattel started this with their Ghostbusters props back in the day, and they yep. did a nice job on a number of those. Uh, it's good to see Hasbro dipping into this. We've seen them do it with lightsabers and and Star Wars helmets, mm-hmm. but it's nice to see them doing it in the Marvel universe because man, there's a lot of potential there. It really the is. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. There's a lot of like, like Loki's uh, staff or his, oh. his scepter. That would be cool. Ant Man helmet. I want an Ant Man helmet. Yeah, that's what I really Ant-Man want. Ant-Man we could, we've got to have a Thor's hammer, right? Yeah, um, I'm sure that's next. Yeah, you've got to have one of those and with a with a magnet action, you know, where you have a hidden button and only you can pick it up when it's yeah. on a piece of metal. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. So <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really cool. I mean, that that that's how, that's what we decided to review these today because I think just, these are just really nice, cool things to have, that are not crazy price. Because I know you know there are sideshow props and there's a lot of prop makers and stuff like that and things. And but it's nice to have, it's nice to have an officially licensed thing from you know the company that makes all the other things. And and it's not a cheap toy. This is this, I mean, the, the, in my opinion, the, the shield and the, the helmet, these are for adults. This is these are for these are adult collectibles, aren't they? Yeah, they 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 work great as prop replicas. You can you know you can take this Iron Man helmet and pop it on a nice wig, you know, on those yeah, wig yeah. stands, or it, it look great in your in your bar or your home theater. And for a cosplayer, you can wear it. It'll it'll hold up. It, it's not cheap and plasticky, and you know it's it it will hold up. You'll probably pass out, but you know it'll hold up. You gotta keep the mask up, yeah. yeah I would all the cosplay guys manage it. And I guess they just put little holes somewhere hidden. Somewhere, yeah. yeah. And you probably could make your own holes somewhere. The Iron Man's mask is just isn't really well designed for air holes. I mean, no, if you look at the front of the mask, it's not really. You'd probably put a few little along the mouth slit areas and put yeah, you'd have to hide a few in there, but it, you'd have to really delicately hide them. And of course, after that, then the next one. Now we got it. It's a stormtrooper one, which. Again, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll see about getting it. Depends and I if think my... the Stormtrooper's a little cheaper, too, which makes sense because I'm sure they can make a ton. Well, it's on sale here now at the moment from Zavi, man, for sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, and I saw it for, I think it was $80 here in the U.S. That's, at the, that's at great, Target. man. And, and, I mean, I've only seen one video footage of it so far, but it sounds great. Yeah. That's the thing. It sounds great, you know. I, I didn't actually try the Kylo Ren one, but, uh, and, but the, 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 the little... I mean, it was an official video from Hasbro to promote the item, so it would sound great on there. But well, you'd hope so, yeah. You would hope so, but I, I, I hope it sounds just as good because it does have that. Move along, move along. It breaks up your voice in a certain way. That's it was. I was really impressed with stuff like that. So I think it's great to have these nice collectibles that, while plastic, they're really well sculpted and they look excellent on the shelf. They look excellent in your collection or whatever like that. And I think it's just really exciting that companies are now <laughs> the big. These big. Usually, normally, kiddie toy companies are really putting their foot into the collectibles. As you said, Mattel, of course, dipped in first. And oh, I just wish Mattel had gotten onto the Proton Pack because they did such a good job on everything else. The trap, yeah. the wands, the, 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 the goggles, the PKE meter, everything from the Ghostbusters at Mattel. It was bloody brilliant, except for that skateboard. 
the Back to the Future skateboard was the only. Yeah, thing that skateboard was terrible, but. But the Ghostbuster stuff was absolutely brilliant. I was just so disappointed that they just didn't get around to to make it a proton pack. But I know it's a monster. That's a monster collectible to be making, and you've you've got to justify engineering and stuff like that for something like that. Yeah. So. But there you go, folks. I hope you like our little additions there. If there's, of course, anything that you guys feel you should be reviewing, or any like particular figure lines and stuff like that, you know, I mean, there's there's other lines. I mean, I'd like to get us to review the boss fight figures and the four horsemen mythic legion figures and their gothitropolis line because i think they're while they're i know they are cheaper figures they're they're higher higher end cheaper figures in that they're made by people who want to make the creme de la creme of these kinds of figures they want to make them a little bit better than everything else that's on retail and stuff and four horsemen and boss fight tend to be doing that quite well in spades at the moment so i would like to maybe get a review in adults now but if you guys feel we should be reviewing anything else you know drop me an email it's amen at amenart.com you can reach mike at what's it called mike uh mwctoys.com cool and you can also find mike on at at michael crawford on twitter and i'm at amen underscore on twitter so uh, and if, obviously please leave us reviews on uh, all your platform whatever platform you're listening to be it podcast or podbay or stitcher or itunes or whatever please leave us a review on there because that kind of stuff does kind of help us and things like that and things so there you go that's, i hope you're happy with our show folks mike would you like yep, to say you guys say, have a good evening you have a good evening thank you very much and um We'll talk to you all soon in a few weeks. Uh, we're going to probably maybe get QMX on, I think, now that I've got the figures and we've, they've had a couple of figures in now. I think we should probably maybe get time to get QMX on now. So I've been talking to Dave Steven from QMX. And yeah, and I've been talking with uh, 3-0 about getting him on too now that we've got, uh, you know, they've got some other announcements around uh, Game of Thrones and we should be seeing some other stuff cool. hitting so, fairly and, soon. And we are going to have Mezco back on again. So we won't have him for all. We're going to wait for a few more figures from him to come out and since our few more releases and little sneaks to come up from those and we'll get them on again. So there you go, folks. Hope you enjoyed our show. Good night, good morning, and good day. Or should it be good morning, good day, good night. You get what I'm saying.